we have Moabalo Shokiahana Molwabi, who's born and raised in Bloemfontein, is a language practitioner and editor with a BA Tech degree in language practice from the Central University of Technology in the Free State. With over 10 years of experience in the publishing industry, Mwabalosho has been working at um, National Parliament Language Services since 2010, starting as a language practitioner in the translation unit and currently serving as a senior language practitioner, Hansard uh, editor in the Hansard reporting unit. Mwabalosho also holds a postgraduate diploma in the intercultural communication from the University of Stellenbosch. Apart from being a passionate uh, social runner, Mwabalosho is also a fervent sport enthusiast um, who takes pride in the achievements of South Africa's national teams and individual sport representatives. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. Are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you, sir. Um, can you please just tell us about your background and how you got into the field of language practice and editing? No, thanks. Thank you for that. Uh, I'm a Bloemfontein boy, born and bred there. Uh, I've always liked, uh, have uh, I always had passion in languages, so that's what drove me to go to a language practice because even also the other passion was going to, into advertising, but the language field is the one that caught me. Um, what would you say motivated you to pursue a BA Tech in language practice and a postgraduate diploma in intercultural communication? I think it goes about the diverse country that we are, you know, because of, you know, the 11 official languages we have. We also have additional ones from our neighboring countries. So that, for me, also pushed me into also not to be... Uh, stuck in my language but also to explore in others and also continue with helping in the country's quest or department of education of you know the language teaching the mother tongue language teaching from a young age so that's what also motivated me um, how has your experience uh, being in the publishing industry prepare, prepared you for your uh, current role as a senior language practitioner um, and a Hansard editor at National Parliament's Language Services? And what would you say is the fun part about your work? Uh, yeah, no, eh, that publishing, yeah, no. It was, you know, you. it's like you had a shovel and a spade where you were been I was prepared very well there because you know those uh, irregular hours and all those and and the fun thing was it was a small company so mm. you would be exposed to everything you know from being moving from being a language practitioner to being in the reception area to help so it really molded me to to be uh, to become the person I am at Parliament and the fun thing I think it's always about the new information you get and mm -hmm. how the institution is always going out there in the public and learning new things about the country because that's where I've been learning a lot about our country. So that's the fun part, learning everything, every, a new thing every day. 
um, since we are speaking about uh, language and you know translation, um, can you just share some insights on the importance of language services um, in the context of national parliament and the role it plays in the legislative uh, process? Yes, there. Were, since you know it is our constitutional right for information from uh, of our government and parliament to be available in all official languages. So that is where the important part comes in that you, we know uh, the background of the country in terms of education-wise, we know the literacy levels and all those. So we still have a lot of um, majority of our people who can speak the mainstream languages, your English. So us being able to give the public the information about parliament, the government in all their languages, so it becomes easy for them to even participate mm. in everything that the government and parliament does. Um, as a, um, oh, sorry, can you please tell us more about your involvement in social running and how it contributes to your well-being? Yeah, and you know, I as a young, but since primary and high school, I was a soccer fanatic, played soccer. But yeah, and I wanted to be a professional soccer player, but then when I went to Teshara, I thought, nah, no, nah, I'm a big boy, I don't do this. <laughs> but then as time went on, it caught up with me, where okay, let me try this, because I came to Parliament, soccer mm -hmm. team, then we played. Then I stopped playing, so I said, no, man, I need something, because I had some injuries, and I'm like, mm. I need something that can keep me busy. So it was just a trying a luck, so let me go to one race. Then the bug caught me. Since that day, started being a full-time social runner, mm. and it has helped me a lot, not in terms of health-wise only, but, you know, uh, I'm exposed to even knowing the city, the you know the city itself you know I've gone to places I've never thought I'll see and met people never th and even in the con the connections now the people that I know now it has really contributed positively health wise socially yes and I, I think even my workers maybe my I think my manager can attest to that because she's also the member of the running club at work so it makes her happy to see me still doing this. Um, now, speaking about social running, you ran for Oryx Radio at the Two Oceans Marathon. Can you please just tell me how was that experience and why did you decide to help raise the funds? Uh, I think uh, the institution itself, you know, the friend we have here on my left, because uh, I came here 2019, but I saw the studio, but it didn't click anything. But because the institution has helped her because she had a broken or a fractured arm, so we came. So for me, the contribution that the institution is doing itself to the community is what drove me, and I I couldn't, you know, I didn't need a second invitation. When I was told, I said, no, bring it on, and I, I've even made the bath and the take that they are my full-time uniform from now because people have to know about the RX Radio, and we need to in, ensure that it keeps being on air, it has more funds that it needs so that it can be alive until <laughs> the end of time. Yes, yes, yeah. and thank you for, for running for Arts Radio. Yeah. Um, as a language um, practitioner and editor, for future language practitioners and editors who want to go into this field, 
what advice do you have to give them? Uh, for me, it's follow your passion. If you're passionate about languages, and languages will take you very far. You know, it's always like the teaching profession. You know, it's always the foundation of everything. So uh, for me, follow that passion. Go for it. And, you know, we have a lot of opportunities. You know, you if you go the linguistic languages uh, studies, you're not only going to be stuck in the translation or Hansard or Parliament uh, industry, but you still have your advertising, your PR, so it can open many doors for you. Fun fact, I'm actually studying linguistics at UCT. Uh, so? <laughs> uh, yeah, I just had to throw it in there. Yes. Um, so today we're celebrating Freedom Day. Yes. The whole theme of the day is Freedom Day because we celebrated Freedom Day last Thursday. Yes. Um, what does freedom mean to you? Uh, besides the normal things of freedom of movement, freedom of expression, for me, I think what had opened my eyes since getting to Parliament, the Freedom Day means freedom to participate in the day-to-day -day running of the country. Because for me, I think that is one thing that we don't do. We always think, ah, they are the government. No, we, the people, are the government. So for me, that is that from freedom of expression, freedom of movement, but freedom to participate in that day. Because if we take... Uh, look at the visuals of that day in 1994. We had long queues, and mm. those long queues were about what? And that voting is what? Participating. So for me, freedom of participating in your country, whether it's in the council, what level, everything. If you're not happy, there are always channels to go that I can participate here. So it is freedom of participation on top of your freedom of movement, expression, yes. Thank you so much for the interview today and thank you for coming uh, to the show. But before I wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, for me, I'm um, just say keep up the good work, guys. And uh, uh, me and my colleagues and others will keep on doing our best to ensure that we spread the word about RX Radio because you guys need to be on air forever. So you have to, this institution is one of the best in the country, so we are nothing without it. With that, we say Viva Arik Stadium, right? Viva, yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today.